Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. And my name is Ashton. How are we all doing, everybody? Hello. Good. 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 Yeah. <laughs> At the time of release, exactly, I think we might just be going live with SMTJ Yeah, well, we should live. be, yeah. yeah we will 11 a.m. Yeah. yeah. So if, you, if you've if you come to this first thing, then maybe oh, just head over YouTube. To, yeah. to YouTube. Well, you're probably already on YouTube if you're watching, but if you're... Oh, if you're oh, listening, happened. thank you, Joel. Thanks, Joel. <laughs> Go over to YouTube now and watch SMTJ Live. It's yeah. going to be good. We've got loads of stuff. We've been planning it for a while now, mm-hmm. and I, it's coming together beautifully. Beautifully, it is. I do think that by the end of the runtime of this podcast, if right, so mm. there's yeah. a lot of things that are going to come out of SMTJ Live. Lots of exciting announcements. Yeah. yeah. So do we talk about them on? This is a difficult question. Do Whoa. we just delay the podcast and release it at one on Saturday, like a special one-off re- release date, so we can talk about the exciting things that happened at SMTJ Live, mm. or do we wait an entire calendar week? Because there's a chance that someone could be listening to this as soon as it comes out and not watching SMTJ Live, and they'll know about the announcement they'll before anyone exclusive. else. That's true. Maybe we should delay it, release it later on. Yeah. Wasn't SMTJ Live incredible? It was, it was great. really someone good. Someone got gunged. Yes. Yes. Who knows who? I think I know who. So do I. <laughs> someone had to wear a onesie as well. I don't know who that was yeah. either. Yeah. A total mystery. Um, yes, thank you so much if you came along to SMTJ Live. It was a delightful mixture of live action shenanigans and pre-recorded nonsense. And uh, as you said, we worked really hard on it. Mm-hmm. We, we hoped you enjoyed it. It should be available on the VODs channel yeah, if you missed it. on Monday, I assume. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, we won't be in until Monday. Uh, but all sorts of exciting stuff came out of that. I suppose, do you want to talk about it now or do you want to talk about this? week sponsor first how should we let's do, do sponsor first so can we do the spawn and then yes. yeah peter every week we're sponsored by time. a very real video game sponsor mm-hmm. who is this week's video Get game sponsor? the spider's still over there but i love that good for him keeps the skirting boards on the sponsor. <laughs> yeah. um i have uh got an excellent sponsor here from bethesda slash microsoft whoever that sort of you know that <laughs> yeah, 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 corporation yeah, yeah. um and they uh, have they they're announcing a completely non-video game related. Well, it's video game adjacent, but it's a it's not gaming related service. So when you're doing your Christmas presents each year, mm. I hate wrapping presents. Me too. I hate wrapping presents. I'm rubbish at it. You know who's good at wrapping presents? Who? Arguably too well. 
everyone's nan. Right. It just, impenetrable. Impenetrable. Nan, why have you put that much tape on there? Why have you put two layers of... And then you, as I'm unwrapping it, you say, oh, and save the paper. No, Nan, I'm not going I lift, to do that. I physically cannot, She's Nan. got that it's waxy stuff that you can't recycle. Yeah. yeah. How, why, how have you done this? It's like Fort Knox. Well, <laughs> fortunately, Bethesda are releasing a, a service where you can send your gifts to them yeah. and they will get them wrapped by Nanas and then uh, they'll send it back to you and you can give it to your friend. Okay. Okay. Um, so coming Christmas, I guess, uh, Grandma Sealed. <laughs> wow. Sealed by Grandma. Grandma Sealed. Grandma Sealed. Ma with an R. Ma. Right. Todd Howard's involved in this, I assume, somewhere. Yeah, of course. Like, what, uh, maybe he's what... got big nan energy, to be fair. Yeah, he does. He's, he got the, he's got the same hair as my yeah. nan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my nan. Sometimes wears the same tops as my nan yeah. as well. Um, maybe it could have just been, because mums are quite good at wrapping presents as well, maybe it should have just been Mar-sealed. Mm. But maybe. Don't second guess it. It's no. what it says on the paper. I mean, I'm just I'm crit criticising the sponsor yeah. for their branding. They should have gone with Mar-sealed. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's not actually real. Oh, no, shocking. Real. Balls. Who saw that coming? Yeah. Damn it. Uh, Starfield is out very soon. Yeah. Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Bloody hell. And yeah. Xbox have got rid of their free trial uh, for Game Pass. Uh, Game Pass. Oh, yeah. they know. I know. I saw that. They knew what was well, coming. Actually, technically, it's, it would have been uh, early access started yesterday mm. at time yeah. of release. Mm. So, mm. Yeah. yeah, we don't have a code. No. Uh, there's a weird but thing going on in the UK. UK outlets haven't got any A lot codes, of UK yeah. outlets, unless they have a US branch. Well, that's what thing. I said. I thought that as well. Yeah, mm. so if you're unfamiliar, for some reason, a lot of UK outlets, um, unless they have a US branch, so, so we're including Eurogamer in this bunch. The Digital Foundry got it, but <laughs> they were told not to share it with Eurogamer, which was crazy. Really strange stuff going on. And so tinfoil hat. I agree. I was like, <laughs> I bet this is something to do with the CMAs, yeah. you know, but why would they There's do no, that? That's like the fault of UK gaming outlets. Yeah. I, to be clear, I don't think it's really no, that, it's not, but, it's, but yeah. it's, a, it's a fun coincidence. It's That's weird. really strange. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll cover it as soon as we can, mm -hmm. but it's an exciting time to be a gamer. It is indeed. Uh, no, we're not sponsored by Grandma, Grandma Sealed. Sealed. Grandma Sealed. Yeah. Uh, we're, of course, sponsored by wonderful <laughs> patrons. If you go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump supporters there, we've got loads of other, loads of tiers available, sorry, including asking questions on this podcast. But oh my goodness. Yep. Per SMTJ Live earlier today, there's a ton more stuff happening over at the Patreon, including Peter Austin, what's, what's now available right now? You can now get an episode of Main Menu and an episode of Rules Boss right now. They're going to be, assuming we sort of carry on doing this, um, if there's like enough of an uptick to justify doing it, they will then be probably leapfrogged yes. uh, mm -hmm. one after the other alternate month to month. But at the moment, this month, there are two things. You can get a Main Menu and a Rules Boss right now. Yeah. Right now. And that's at the $5 tier, I believe, as well, which is, yes. Yes. Which is pretty flipping good value. So you get that, that, Early worst games ever, and early weirdest games and ever. And access asking questions to this podcast. And ask access, ask ask access to ask podcast access. questions. <laughs> so yes, main menu and rules boss are now on the Patreon. Mm -hmm. We never wanted to uh, paywall any of our content, but due to, as I'm sure a lot of you listening are aware, the nature of YouTube as it currently stands, it's becoming increasingly harder to do the personality-led stuff on there. You'll have noticed main menu is far, has been far less regular on there, and Rules Boss was outright cancelled just before, not in that way, uh, was removed Raging from our races. schedule yeah. uh, <laughs> from uh, around Christmas time. And a lot of people love that stuff. And we want to keep doing it, and this is the way that we 
we think we can keep doing it. Mm-hmm. So the import- sorry, no, no, carry the on. The important thing is really to think to to be aware that yeah, Rawls boss was removed from the schedule, and though you might not have even noticed or it, we hadn't it hadn't been long enough to even notice may many who had effectively been removed from the schedule yeah. as well both of those shows were sort of dead and we didn't want them to be dead so the way we can keep them going is by putting them on patreon mm-hmm. so yes. as ben said we didn't want to like paywall stuff that you were already receiving you know we're not going to like get rid of worst games ever you have to pay for it or anything like that but these were two shows that were actually dead and gone yeah uh, but yeah. now we've managed to bring them back if we're able to sort of fund them that way yeah but uh, if you do join the Patreon specifically because you want to watch Main Menu and Rules Boss, why not leave a comment on the Patreon post to let us know that so mm. we know that people actually want to watch the yeah. content that we're putting on there because it's always nice to know that if we are putting stuff on there that you guys are enjoying, mm. that you guys enjoy it. Yeah, so- because we're pretty certain that the existing wonderful patrons mm. will be thrilled about having yeah. these two things added to their existing subscription. But... The only reason we're doing this is to get the support to cover the cost of making those videos, which we weren't getting from YouTube ad revenue alone. So Mm. we need your support. If you want to sign up and you want to see those things, then sign up and see those things. If we don't see enough of an uptick, then unfortunately we'll have to reevaluate. But hopefully... It's what you guys want. You will They'll say you back love into the main menu and rules, boss. And yeah, if if they if unfortunately if we don't get the support we need to continue it, then it will be removed from the Patreon again. And if that happens, there'll be at least a month's notice. We're not going like, <laughs> to absolutely. We're not just going to stop and then say now we're not doing it. Yeah, uh, you'll know in good time if it can't really carry on. The point is, it's really exciting. Yeah, and main menu and rules, boss are now on Patreon, at least for the foreseeable, and an episode of each is available right now that yeah. you can go and watch uh, exclusively on the Patreon. A couple of other things as well that was uh, that was announced. We've got a limited-time shirt that we don't have available at the time it's of recording this. Yet. It's literally coming, it's today. coming today. It says, "What an it's never been a more exciting time to be a gamer. Mm-hmm. That's what it says on it. And it's available for one week only. You've got until next Sunday uh, to pre-order it. We're only making the amount of shirts that people want to buy. We're not going to have them in stock in, in in perpetuity forever. So if you want one, go to triplejumpshop.com where it's available as a limited item. Also, also, what I think is the most exciting thing mm-hmm. that we announced, and it is actually real, but I don't know if people are actually going to believe this. Even though we said, even though thing, we said it's it real, real and it is real, we are making a video game. All right, yeah. we love Wales Interactive Games. Famously, we love an FMV game. And one night, we were a bit drunky playing some Wales Interactive, and we were like, "What if we made one of these? <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny?" And now we are making and one. And the next day we all um, went to the office and said, okay, but but what What if, if we made it? Mm-hmm. So our writer, Kat, has yeah. written the entire script. We've got it all down. We've got props. We've got costume. We've got plan. We are literally going to film and create a video game. Yeah. We've obviously got no release date yet, so don't even ask for at least another few months. No experience making a game. None at all. We're Not relying entirely on acting. Alex. No. 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 Uh, it's going to be It's going to be brilliant. Bad. Brilliant. Um, I can't wait. It's not yet even got a name. So <laughs> no. it's currently like very early stages, but we are really yeah. excited about this. So uh, we'll talk about it more, obviously, when it starts 
coming together mm, beautifully. Um, beautifully. Yes. But you might see some promo stuff online. You might see us doing some stuff about it uh, in the future. But yeah, we're making a video game and we, we are. are very excited. Very so exciting. get Watch hyped. Watch Whale Interactive. Yeah, yeah we're here coming we for your come. crown. Bet yeah. we can make a worse one than you can. Oh, we can definitely uh, make a worser one for sure. It's it's extremely, extremely exciting. Uh, we've had this planned for a little while. Mm -hmm. As you said, Kat has done an incredible job writing this script. Um, and the three of us are going to be in it. Yeah. Uh, not playing ourselves. It's it's an original story. And yeah, it's it's a while away. Mm -hmm. But we're, do <laughs> we're, we're doing it. SMTJ Live was sort of dominating our attention yeah. for a while. But next it's next our up. next big project next so. up it's the it's the tri untitled triple jump video game coming soon probably to steam uh so we'll yeah. keep you posted on that front so to recap we've got a limited time sherp sherp shirt <laughs> that's available <laughs> yeah. at triplejumpshop.com yeah. patreon.com forward slash team triple jump is where you want to go to sign up and support us and get an access to an episode of main menu and rules boss and if enough people sign up and support us there we will continue to produce those shows for patrons uh and we're making a game yes yeah. <sighs> How exciting. And to find out about the other content we watch, make sure to go to the VODs channel on Monday if yep. you missed the show. It was a great show. Yeah. Um, and again, thank you so much to everyone who did come along and support us. We love you all. You're brilliant. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you thank much. you very much. Thank you so much, patrons. In fact, as you pointed out just before we started recording, Ashton, we already know some new people have signed up to the Patreon because mm -hmm. we've got a few new got podcast new producers as well, which is very, very exciting. So thank you, all of you, for supporting us and letting us do this. Mm. Uh, we love you all, as Ashton we said. Um, a few things going out on the channel this week. Obviously, SMTJ Live, you're going to want to go and check that out on the VODs channel on Monday. Uh, there's a big old rank list, Peter. Enormous. Every Disney video game movie adaptation yes. or movie video video game adaptation ranked from worst to best we've not done every disney branded game ever because no. that's about a thousand games or something stupid but well i don't know how many but yeah uh, all the disney movie video games ranked from worst to best there are over a hundred yep it's the same length as the eternal marvel's the eternals wow except it won't feel nearly as boring we promise you uh, this is also the the debut script from uh, one of our wonderful new ranked writers liz um and she's been working on this for a while because it's a massive <laughs> massive script she's so. worked for us for ages but she's yeah, honestly, she, she actually has. This is this is her first video because it's it's huge. So yeah, go and watch that. That'll be out tonight. Saturday night yes. is when yes, that's going cool. out. So so go check that out. Uh, it's also a Worst Games Ever Week, Ashton. It is. I know nothing about this game, uh, but it's called M&M's Shell Shocked. Yeah. Based shady. on those those uh, popular candies. Yes. Chocos. Chocos. Uh, M&M's. Uh, mm. Is the sexy M&M in it? Yeah. Yes. Well, she, we, well, we didn't. didn't she's supposed to be. Uh, did we see you her? You didn't even play long enough to see. We the played sexy long enough. <laughs> I promise you. We played for long enough. Uh, okay. We were we were pining for the sexy one, but yeah. Did we find? We her? always are Maybe pining not. for the sexy no. green Eminem. If you were in the Patreon right now, you'd have seen it. Yeah. Story of my life true. really not lasting long enough for the sexy for the sexy woman. Um, <laughs> never mind. Um, <laughs> Thanks, we'll, Peter. We'll go to question one, shall we? Let's do yeah, it let's. with that image in your mind. Richard Major <laughs> asks and says, Dearest Ashton, Peter and Ben, Gamescom has been and gone, and I think we've probably seen all the games that we'll be getting in 2023. Thinking about this, what style of game do you think needs to go away for a bit, and what sort of game needs to make a return? Thanks, Richard. Thanks, Thanks Richard. Richard. Thank you, Richard. Um, I think there's still a chance for a few surprises, Richard, before the end of the year. But I think, yeah, in terms of major releases... We've probably at least had the reveals of those um, uh, between now and the end of the year. But for me, really, it mostly comes down to 
open world versus linear. Um, I know that we still do get linear games at the moment, um, but the very biggest studios are generally not producing linear games, or the closest they will get to it is open linear. Whereas I could quite happily have a naughty dog like Last of Us Part 1 or uh, early Uncharted game. I know, like, obviously... Last of Us Part 2 and later Uncharted games had some of those open sections where you've got a Jeep now and go to these various places or something like that. But to me, I would quite like to just be funneled through a corridor by a very, very well-known and successful developer. Um, and I feel like all the AAAs at the moment are largely are um, a bit too open for me and a bit too much to go at. So uh, I would like to see perhaps... Fewer open world games, fewer Ubi worlds, that kind of thing. Even stuff like, you know, I'm looking forward to Spider-Man, but I'm also thinking, like, how much of that am I actually going to play versus, like, am I am I just going to, like, go through the story and then will I be interested enough to do the rest of the things? Uh, I might be, I might not. I enjoyed some of the stuff in the first game, like chasing pigeons and fighting on rooftops. Getting those backpacks. Mm, getting those backpacks. Getting those backpacks. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so... Yeah, I want to see, I mean, not Naughty Dog specifically, but something like a classic PS4, PS3 era Naughty Dog game. That's what I'd like to see. Do you know what you'll love? Mm. Starfield. Famously Starfield, linear yeah. and not a too A thousand big. planets. Yeah. Did you see that they released uh, a thousand and one unique billboards across yeah. the world and people are trying to track them down? Oh my God. No, yeah. I didn't know And that. they got a song by Imagine Dragons. Well, that's not hard. Anyone can get something. <laughs> I saw someone like, imagine there's like thousands of planets you can explore, and they're like, and also the only band is Imagine Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What a future! Yeah, they released Goodness it me. yesterday, like another station. trailer, and it's got it's got an Imagine Dragons original song. For radioactive yeah. Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> A thousand planets. Uh, Ashton, um, what do you want to see more of and less of? I would like to see less sci-fi horror games, oh, please. Yeah. Good shout. There's been so many. I don't want to go to space anymore. I've been to space in... What's happened? Oh, no. Our podcast recording has has stopped audio-wise, but fortunately it's still in the video version. So sorry, Ashton. Maybe we'll just forge ahead. Okay. And keep going. Yeah. Because I don't know how long that's been on there. Usually this thing, guys, you can't see it. It goes red when it's not... Or it goes red when it is recording. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I've, basically, I'm really confused. I don't know what's going on. It's all right. Okay. We can just record with the video, yeah. right? It's fine. Sorry. C continue your thought. Let me make a note. Hmm. What was my thought? Space games. Space horror. Yeah. I personally feel like uh, space games are a bit overdone at the moment, especially horror games. I feel like there's one for every kind of enemy and I feel like they all kind of merge into one at the mm. moment. So I'd like a bit less of those. I'd also like less farming sim games. Uh, I feel like we have a lot at the moment. Like Paleo came out today. Faith Farm's coming out next week. Yeah. There'll be another one in about three weeks, I am sure. I know that like wholesome games are very popular, but I feel like there's only so many that all look the same. And you can still be wholesome and, you know, do a game about putting stuff in a drawer or, you know... Yeah, exactly. You know, something else. Yeah. Just like brushing a cat's fur. Yeah. You don't have to do farming all the time. Yeah, why don't we have, like, a 
an animal grooming sim. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we go. run a little animal a sanctuary instead of a farm? Mm. Um, but I would like to see more couch co-op games coming yeah. soon, please. And I would also like to see more small narrative indies, like your Chiats, your Caners, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. I would like to see more smaller studios uh, single-player narrative-driven games because I feel like there have been really good ones recently. Like Stray was really good, and I feel like every year, like a, a proper good one comes out. That I'm always like, man, I wish there were more, more of these. So I'd like to see a few more of those, please. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Ben. Great suggestions, Ashton. Thank you, Ben. You had my full attention. Yes, I figured. Um, I would like to see fewer free-to-play first-person shooters. I would mm -hmm. least like to see fewer gacha games. Um, mm -hmm. which are also free to play. Talking to you, Honky Star Hell. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to you. Um, and much like you, Ashton, farming slash live sim games, there's a lot of those. Yeah. There's too many. Which ones are good? Stardew Valley still Stardew is Valley. the only one worth playing. Yeah. yeah. That's a lie. I'm sure there are some great I like ones. I'd like to see less battle passes too. Yeah, and yeah. live service games. Live service games. Yeah, that kind of goes without die. saying. It's just... Fewer it's, cards. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a model that... We've spoken about this before. If every game wants to be the only game you ever played... You can't all have a battle pass no. because no. we can't afford all of them. No. And quite frankly, I don't want to pay for any of them. No. Uh, <laughs> so you've already lost me. And I just make make more games what are just done. You know, when yeah. you finish making them, they are done. <laughs> and you make the money you make from them. And I know it's appealing to get that endless money well that Fortnite's got. But Fortnite is Fortnite and no other game can be Fortnite. So kindly stop. Yeah. Because you are shooting yourselves in the foot, you are dooming your studios, you are losing my interest, and you're making Ashton Matthews doubt whether or not she even enjoys games anymore. Yeah, that's when true. That's all you show at Gamescom. Yeah, I hope life. that you're proud of yourselves. You so disappointed me. Stop yeah. it. I'd like more walking sims, please. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was I would, talking about this yesterday. I'd like a one to two hour long, like, massively pretentious experience where mm -hmm. you hold forwards and read notes and it can be a bit... Uh, you have to watch a YouTube video afterwards about what happened. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of game that I like and they don't make many of those anymore. Have you played Firewatch? Yes, I have. Yeah, I'm playing that on stream Firewatch at the moment. Firewatch is great. Yeah, it's um, lovely. There's a game that came out this week called Under the Waves, which Ooh. isn't exactly a walking okay. sim, oh, yeah, but they're this. saying that it's like Firewatch but underwater. So that sounds cool. Maybe check that out. Well, yeah, there's the also the you, the think. Troy yeah. the Troy Baker and whatever his name is, the guy whose whose name was everyone. Roger Clark. Name. Roger Clark and Roger Clark and Roger Clark. That's a spooky are, game, I think. But it's also a walking sim. From oh, what I understand, it? it's quite linear. So mm. that does interest me, even though it's not meant to be fantastic. Um, I think that could be pretty fun. Well, I was going to say, if there are more walking sims, they do all need to start. Uh, either Troy Baker, possibly Nolan North, yes. or Roger Clark. Yeah, Roger Clark. <laughs> Roger Clark sure. yeah. is Roger Clark. Yeah. Talking Vanishing of Ethan Carter, I'm talking um, Everybody's Edith Gone Finch. to the Rapture, Edith Finch. Mm -hmm. um, there's there's other ones that, that I've played that I've completely forgotten the names of. Those sorts of games, mm. I love them. Um, they're they're great to just stick on and finish in one sitting, and yeah. you like you feel like you've had an experience. And sometimes they're a bit too arty and a bit pretentious. And as I said, you don't really understand what's going on. But sometimes I quite like that. I'd rather have a two-hour game that makes no sense to me, and I feel like I've had an experience than a multi-multi-hour game where I'm just thoroughly confused the entire time yeah. about mm. what the hell's going on. Yeah. Uh, so yes, those are my picks. Wow. Now it's time to talk about games that we would like to be playing and talk about games what we are playing. It's time for the section that we are calling What We Playing. 
It's what we play in time. Time to talk about the games, what we have been playing. Peter Austin. Yep. What have you been playing? Well, since the last uh, podcast recording, I was away for five days. Um, so, or three, four days. But I have had a couple of days at home to play games. And I actually, so I got home and I was like, I just want to play something that's on, on my system already. And I ended up playing um, Crash Team Racing, uh, Nitro Fueled. Which is but the first time. But you not had enough oh. looking at Crash. Well, that's the Peter. thing. I so I picked it. <laughs> the reason I played it as well is because I felt like I want to play a driving game. Um, you know, I want to do a bit of racing, just like drift around some corners and do some boosts, and mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking of. And I was like, do I have anything? And I've got um, uh, Wipeout Omega Collection, is it called, or mm-hmm. Wipeout something Collection? But it's a plus game. I've got it from Plus. Oh, I'm not I currently see. subscribed. Mm-hmm. So I was about to play that, and I was like, oh well, do I want to subscribe just to play that? Probably for like two evenings or something i was like no and i was like oh i've got crash team racing so i booted that up and it was only after i been playing it for about half an hour like listening to cartoon voices and stuff that i went oh this is crash bandicoot again, <laughs> isn't it i'm playing more crash bandicoot well i guess i'm just such a fan mm. except not enough of a fan to play the new semi live service game that that one that you know is that still going yeah it's Rumble. still going they're about to add the spyro characters that we've known oh. about for a long time and i'm still not going to play it Man. So um, it's because they they make you pay for it and have a battle pass. Yeah, mm. got to um, pick one. So I did say on the previous um, live stream, uh, what's this called? Podcast. Podcast. Yes. <laughs> Help! Mm-hmm. Um, that I said. Oh well, by by next time I'll have uh, played Starfield, of course. And you were saying you're going to buy Starfield. I was saying no, I'm not going to buy Starfield. <laughs> I'm going to get um, Game Pass. But actually, that was misjudged no, because it's not week. out yet. It's the week after. Mm. So. This time next week, hopefully, I will have not bought Starfield mm. and played it on um, Game Pass. We well, may have only been able to play it for like a few hours. I know, but still. It's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Yeah. How many excited. planets are you going to have visited in the first oh, few hours? Like, hundreds. God. 980. That's too yeah. many. Yeah. That's already making me tired. It's weird. Like, I've not been, I've been, you know, I've, I've always been thinking I'm going to play that when it comes out since they've talked about it and shown it off and stuff but i've not been like super excited for it until sort of this week mm. and then i saw a trailer for it the other day on youtube i was just watching something and it fed me that trailer and i was like man this looks really cool i get to build my own spaceship i get to like go to all these planets and meet these people and i don't know why i haven't felt that up to this point given that it's probably mostly the same footage that i'm seeing mm. in the trailers that are being put on youtube but yeah so looking forward to starfield but for now just playing some ctrnf Nice. That's right. Nice. I was excited for Starfield, but everyone's been talking about this week on Twitter because of the leaks and people complaining about it. And I'm just annoyed that people were talking about it so much that I'm like, I'm almost going to mute it on Twitter like I did with Elden Ring. Because oh. I'm like, I'm, I want to play it, but everyone's talking about it too much that it's annoying me. There's like so much discourse. Have you seen this discourse about it? No. I've not seen much about it at all. Well, uh, Twitter Even really wants leak. to tell me about it. There's a clip, a picture of like someone reaching the boundary of oh, a Oh, that's the one thing I have seen. And oh, then I people were like, them. oh, I thought you could explore the whole world. And they're like, oh, no, there's a boundaries on the planet. But then people were like quote tweeting one of the devs who had said you can explore to your heart's content on a planet. But then there was so a boundary limit. You can't circumnavigate a planet. You can't yeah, go I was all the say, way around. I didn't think that's ever been possible, no. really, apart from in No Man's But he Sky. tweeted that and then like that was like two years ago or something and then people have been like oh so you can't actually go all the way around it and then i saw this 
absolutely unhinged take from uh, a gaming influencer where she was like, I haven't played Starfield, but here's what I think about it. And she was like, it's going to be bad because they've promised too much and they're not going to be able to deliver. And I'm like, you've not played it. Wow. Why have you got a notes app apology vid, like kind of style <laughs> thing about it's it? It's just so feeding confused. into a strange narrative where yeah. people, people want to dislike this game, mm. which is, you know, some people might dislike it and that's fine. But there's there's a real... There's a there's a tangible desire in some people for this game to be bad. And yeah. that's kind of strange. I don't understand that. Probably I think it would be funny. Yeah, it would be funny. If we get there and it's you're finally Ashton. awake and then uh, a horse cart like yeah, flies yeah, into yeah, the exactly. sky, that would be really funny. It would be that would really be very funny. You, you're finally awake. Yeah. Um, Welcome to space. Fall through the floor. I've not seen anything. I know that there's been, you know, a big leak and stuff, but mm. I've not actually seen anything of that other than the fact that yeah, you can hit a boundary wall. And I saw a clip that someone posted on one of the barren planets, which actually looked boring as hell. And they were trying to show like, oh, you can't just walk around the world. And it was this sped up video of someone walking in a straight line through mm. this desert with nothing in it. And if nothing else, it went on for a long time. Well, it I was says, like, they what said this that boundary like... matter? It's on, it was like double speed video and they were going for miles and miles yeah. and then they hit this Well, that's wall. what they said. Like they, wrote, they walked for like 45 minutes yeah. before they got there. So I mean, there's nothing there. It was just, it was like the moon on Wallace and Gromit. That's what it looked like. <laughs> yeah. It's just cheese hills. But That's literally always been a thing though in, yeah. in well, at least in, in modern Bethesda RPGs. There's yeah, always a turnaround. Yeah, you can't go that mm, way. Yeah. That's every game. Anyway, mm. We're not, we've not played Starfield. It'll be clips, it'll be whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like that's that's seemed to just be completely understandable mm. to me. Again, it's people's expectations running. I just wild. need people to just just be quiet for a bit. Mm. Like I just need people to just stop talking about it, and then I'll, I'll feel less annoyed about the fact that it's. I'm like, can it just come out? Because everyone's just talking about it so much that I need everyone to just be quiet. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, this not week yeah, I've <laughs> played um, some more Immortals of Avum. I played for like. Mm, an hour and then I was like why am I playing this I'm <laughs> oh not interested in it I don't care about the story I don't care about the characters I actually didn't find the combat that fun after a while so I'm not playing it anymore what a shame yeah what a shame. Mm. it's it's a weird one I, I think it's gonna fade into oblivion um mm. Because it's not that good. Anyway, uh, I've also played some Baldur's Gate 3. Mm -hmm. I played this last week, but I forgot to talk about it. I played it in split screen on PC. Um, and I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Um, and I really want to play more. But I'm going to wait till it comes out on console so that we can play together on two separate screens. Because it's quite hard to Is see it cross everything. Uh, yeah. Brilliant. It's crossplay, and you. I think you can save if you have a save on one, you can mm. put it on the other as well. But, uh, I wouldn't have expected that of a, a self-published title. Yeah, mm. I think so. Great. But um, yeah, it's crossplay, and so when it comes out on console, I'm going to get it, and then we can play on two separate screens because sometimes it's hard to play it in split screen because if one character is having a conversation and you try and go and have another conversation, your conversations are kind of happening at the same time. I mean, they don't talk over each other. They'll pick one oh, right. that it will give you the audio for. Right. Um, but it's also quite hard to see things when you're playing in split screen. So I think we both prefer to play it on a full screen. Um, I've also played some more Spiritfarer. I've been really enjoying that game. It's just really nice. And the music's really good. And they play this music when you like send someone off to like the afterlife properly. And whenever they play that music, it just gets me right in the chest. And I'm like, oh, don't cry. Don't be a, don't be a loser. Um, 
And the last thing I've played is House Flipper. I um, have been really into that this week. They did a big sale because they were at Gamescom promoting House Flipper 2 that's coming out this year. And they did a big sale for all the DLCs. So I bought them all. Uh, and I've been playing that this week. And then they did an update and the update broke the game. Oh. So I haven't been able to play it because whenever you try and demolish a wall, the game crashes. Oh, God. So, you demolish the game. Yeah, instead. exactly. So I don't know if they fixed that yet, but um, that was on Monday and I haven't gone back to it since. I've been playing Spirit Fair instead because I I was like if it's not gonna work i'm not gonna play it mm-hmm. so i may have they may have like kicked me out of my interest in, in house flipper and i might have to wait another few months until i'm into it Damn. again but ben was watching me play it and he was like so what is the purpose of this game and i'm like oh well he's like you're just cleaning up and i'm like well yeah clean up and then i like do some painting and knock some did water. he say why don't you do that in yeah our house? pretty much that's such a parent um, thing it to is say, like it? why are you watching someone play when you're not playing it yourself yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I've been playing House Flipper and really enjoying it. Nice. Yes. I have played a few things. I played some Mario Kart 8 uh, just on my own because I was away and I took the Switch and I just wanted something mindless to kind of play. That's not fair calling it mindless, but basically I was playing it on a relatively easy difficulty and just playing through some of the cups Yeah. Um, just to pass some time. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, that was fun. I'm still fine at it and nothing more uh i finally got back into some final fantasy 16 last night i played that for an hour or so uh killed a couple of optional monsties that i needed to kill to craft some new gear so i did that and uh i'll tell you what that that number has gone up a bit on my defense stat and mm-hmm. that's great nice love that Good for you. so it's i'm in a really in a real lull at the moment, I think, in Final Fantasy 16, I believe I'm somewhere in the mid-game and it's just nothing exciting is happening at all. It's really hard when you leave a game and then you come back to it and you're mm. kind of just in like a grindy stage or like just kind of meandering around. If it's yeah. like, oh, we're just getting straight into the next thing, it kind of like gets you back into it. But when you're not really like doing anything, it's mm. really hard to get back into a game midway through. Yeah. It's, it's just several main quests in a row where it's, oh, we're building this thing. Could you go and get some materials? Right. Really, really low stakes. It's fine. And maybe you have to kill a monster. Yeah. And then you come back and you just have conversations about this thing that's being built. And then you've got to go out and get more stuff and talk <laughs> to someone else. And it's like, then nothing, nothing is happening at all. Uh, but I feel like I may be drawing to the end of that section now and things will kick off again in a minute. So uh, looking forward to playing more of that. And I also played the second episode of Telltale's The Expanse. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, I think I enjoyed this episode more than the first episode and I enjoyed the first episode fine. It's definitely got a real focus on having you explore your zero-G environments to salvage stuff because if you just followed the objective marker, these chapters would be even shorter than they Mm. already are. You basically have to deliberately go in the opposite direction of the marker and look for, you know, openings on whatever wreck you've come across and just fly around and interact with things and look for button prompts and Mm. stuff and there's still some decisions that have to be made and people will like you or not like you based on things they ask you to do i did have to google like a sort of sub objective that i was given which was hey if you find any of this stuff will you bring it back because this guy needs it and so i i couldn't find it and it didn't give me a mark for that and it was just this huge disorientating debris field where no, there is no up yeah mm-hmm. uh, so i had to like look at a video to try and find out where that actually was but yeah you know it was fine as i said in the review corner i'm a little bit uh, concerned perhaps that this is 
a license that's not really going to resonate with a lot of people and will probably be a softer return for Telltale than they probably would have liked or yeah. would, would deserve. And I just hope that doesn't hamper them in the long run that they didn't hit the ground running with a big franchise that everyone's excited about. Because I don't know anyone that's playing this apart from me. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard I think anyone I'm, talk about I it. I think no. I'm the only person. Yeah. If you're playing it, let me know. Uh, because I am enjoying it. And um, if this is the way, as I said in the review corner, if this is the way that they can prevent burnout by producing shorter episodes and also it's more sustainable to their future uh, by having less of a gestation period with these games, then I'm all for it. But I am I'm a little bit worried that maybe this isn't quite the glorious return that they deserve. Mm. So. And that's what I've been playing. Aww. Nice. Well, would you guys like to know what's coming out in September? Sure. I was actually just thinking that. Well, mm-hmm. good news, because I've got you covered, because it's time for the September forecast. Oh. You may not have heard about it because it's a pretty underground title, but Xbox Bethesda are releasing space RPG Starfield on September 6th. Containing over a thousand planets to explore to your heart's content and more gameplay than you can shake a stick at if old Toddy Howard is to be believed, Starfield is set to take the RPG sphere by storm. And considering this whopper is hitting Game Pass day one, you can play this bad boy for only 10 bucks. The game releases on PC and Xbox series. Don't fret though if you're a PlayStation exclusive player, because if you fancy a little RPG action, then you finally have access to the incredibly well-rated and buzzworthy Baldur's Gate 3, which also releases on September 6th. Ever wanted to experience the tale of puppet boy Pinocchio and his buddy Jimmy Cricket, but with dark themes and punching difficulty like a Soulsborne, then do I have a treat for you? In the form of Neo Wiz Games and Round 8 Studios' Lies of P. Playing as the iconic puppet, but this time with steampunk elements, you must hack and slash your way through the spooky mechanical enemies that litter this post-apocalyptic miserable city. The game releases on PlayStation, Xbox and PC, as well as on Game Pass on September 19th. It might be the 12th instalment in the franchise, but Mortal Kombat 1 is dropping on September 19th and is set to be another fan favourite. With a total reboot of the franchise incoming, new characters, immersive new story and the cameo fighter system that allows for a second fighter to give you a helping hand during your gory battles, there is lots of fans to sink their teeth into, especially if you main as Milena. Play as a fan favourite new character or one of the DC crossover characters when this game comes to PS5, Xbox Series, Switch and PC. If you've always fantasised about robbing a bank whenever you're waiting in line to deposit a cheque, then can I present to you the safer, more legal and possibly more fun Payday 3 instead. Play online or with three friends in a series of missions that allow you to rob all kinds of heistable locations. Your banks, your shipyards, your generic New York setting. Continuing on from the events of the second game, our heisters are back to their old ways and it's gunplay, stealth and dragging bags to the van for them. The game drops on PS5, Xbox Series and Game Pass and PC on September 21st. DLC time now, but this one is looking like a humdinger with Cyberpunk 2077's brand new Phantom Liberty expansion. The DLC is a spy thriller set in Night City where the main boy slash gal V embarks on a mission to save the new United States' president. The DLC adds a whole bunch of new mechanics to the game, which do also come with a chunky update to the base game, and new characters including Idris Elba's Reed. Play the DLC wherever you play your cyberpunks on September 26th. Those are just some of this month's big releases, but if you're looking for something a little less AAA, then may I present Fay Farm, Paleo Pines, Cocoon and Party Animals, which also release over the next few weeks. Though, let's be honest, who is going to have the time? Well it's time now 
for question dos. Great forecast, Ashton. Thank you Great so forecast. much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I loved it. We watched good. it live. It's yep. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So good. Anyway, uh, it comes from Chris McVeigh. Hi, BAP. Sorry, it's more Microsoft slash ActiveBliz news. Oh, 20 months. 22 been, months. 22 months we've, this has been going on mm -hmm. for. The UK's CMA rejection of the acquisition hinged on their concerns of Microsoft dominating the cloud gaming market. To get around this, they've now announced that the cloud streaming rights for every game published by Activision Blizzard will instead be held by Ubisoft. Well, that makes so much sense, obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, do you think this will be enough to satisfy the CMA's concerns? Are Microsoft looking to get their hands on Ubisoft next? And can we get any more massive companies involved in this kerfuffle? Oh boy, I hope not. Would you like to know more about this? Yeah, please. No, actually, uh, no. This comes from Rock Paper Shotgun. I can't remember who wrote I it. I think she's going to do it. I'm going to yeah. tell you anyway, yeah if you can plug your ears if you don't want to listen. Okay. Um, in an attempt to appease the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, the CMA, Microsoft restructured their proposed Activision Blizzard buyout. Should the deal finally close, cloud streaming rights to, exi rights to exist, uh, existing and future Activision Blizzard games released over the next 15 years will, surprisingly, fall under Ubisoft's control. Those rights will then stay with Ubisoft in perpetuity. In a statement published today, Microsoft... President Brad Smith said, under the restructured transaction, Microsoft will not be in a position to either to either to release Activision Blizzard games exclusively on its own cloud streaming service, Xbox Cloud Gaming, or to exclusively control the licensing terms of Activision Blizzard games for rival services. Essentially, Ubisoft will be able to license Call of Duty, Diablo, and other Activision Blizzard games to different streamers. The Assassin's Creed publisher also has plans to put some of these games on their own quite streaming service, Ubisoft+. Plus. Although they'll announce more about how and when Activision Blizzard titles will be added in the future. So it's not totally clear whether Ubisoft Plus will get Call of Duty on day one just yet. Worth noting that Microsoft plans to fulfill contractual obligations that they have with other streamers, including NVIDIA. Right. Well, uh, I mean, that makes no sense. <laughs> Any further forward, um, gang? So from, from what I understand, it sounds like Activision Blizzard games will be on Microsoft's own cloud streaming service. Mm -hmm as well as on others, as they've previously indicated to the CMA. But they've gone a step further and actually removed themselves from the licensing portion of the situation and handed the reins over to Ubisoft. Well, Is that right? Technically, the games won't, by default, be on Game Pass. They will, Ubisoft will have to give the go-ahead if they right, think that they can everyone, be on Game Pass and anyone else as Microsoft. well. But what is, what is the incentive for... Ubisoft in this scenario. Well, Ubisoft, I think, is lit. For them, they have the incentive of, well, we can get ActiBliz Acti games on, on ours. On their service. But for, like, the general public, the reason they've done this is so that they can have a, like, third party involved that mean that Microsoft haven't got total control, that they've got someone else that they can be like, well, they actually said it was all right, and they're another publisher with their own streaming service. So that's why they've been like Ubisoft gets. It still diffs. feels like this. This is like I have. It just sounds like I, slavery with extra steps. It's essentially yeah. Like it, surely there's there are things at work here, and strings could be pulled. Absolutely. And like I, this just feels like a show. Like Ubisoft you know, like yeah. clearly going to have a vested interest to kind of do whatever it is that Microsoft actually Asks. really want yeah. them to do yeah. so that they can maintain this sort of licensing agreement. So yeah. like whatever ActiBliz are thinking like that would like to happen with their various games, if Ubisoft has any idea about what those desires are, they're probably going to be a sort of lean into that mm. so that 
they can just maintain this deal. I don't it's know. It's completely exactly for show. Works. Like this mm. is literally just like, well, you know, this guy, this guy says all right. So yeah, these I don't guys know why that we're paying money to to license to us. Yeah, license our games to us. I'm, I mean, there's... maybe it's literally that like Ubisoft will be able to license the games to anyone who wants it. And, yeah, and therefore, why would they not? Mm. Like, but this is this is the thing. Mm. They'll obviously be able to be approached by other people like Sony to say yeah. we would like to put this game on our streaming service and Ubisoft can be like money yeah money please yeah I mean I, start, I, mean, I understand that but that's like, the model but I mean but they like, can, will they actually do that or well not? I would assume that realistically it's up to Ubisoft whether they will only do what Microsoft want them to do in certain situations like only put this game on Ubisoft plus always and, say no to Sony yeah, yeah. and yeah. always say no to Sony or whether they'll go well, it's in our best business interest to accept money from other people to be able to give these games yeah, up. Because we thing, now like, technically own the rights to these games, so we can use those to bargain slash get money. Legally, they can, they would, sounds like they will be able to distribute to Sony or whoever, whoever but it's yeah. a question of like, do they feel that they can do mm. that yeah. with Microsoft breathing down their Why? Why Ubisoft? Are they? Are because they just they have, the most because malleable? Because they have a cloud streaming service. Yeah, they like their. their I would, but there are others. But there are others. But I would say that Ubisoft is the bigger company with a stream. There's obviously there's okay. Nvidia and then there's Sony, and they're obviously not going to do a deal with Sony. And Nvidia, I don't think is as popular of a streaming. Not that Ubisoft Plus is as popular of a streaming service as anything mm. else. But out of the two, I would say Ubisoft Plus hey, what about is owned by the bigger company. Google, Google, Google would love yeah, to in this mega to. corporation. I, I understand the reasoning in principle yeah. but I still find it Random. really confusing yeah. about the whole approach without without the BS without being able to see right through it and like yeah this is basically just a, a puppet regime yeah. <laughs> where we're giving them money to mm-hmm. look after the licenses and actually we're just going to continue operating surely the CMA will be will be savvy mm-hmm. to that right or yeah. is it just a case of the CMA has very much borned the brunt of all of the public frustration in the wake of of denying this and really any concession however you know transparently beneficial not to the a, people yeah, not, yeah. yeah anything on Microsoft's part they'll just be like yeah sure go Maybe. for it I don't or, know because I mean by the looks of what they've said like they've got to review everything again because obviously they've renegotiated mm, the deal mm. now but I, I don't know if it'll be enough I mean I, I never quite understood the CMA's reasoning anyway and it didn't really feel like Microsoft did either so mm. maybe this will be enough but I think anyone can see like you say that it is completely like a puppet scheme it might be yeah. though that if there's enough in writing that protects Ubisoft from being sort of quietly punished by microsoft for, mm-hmm. for example licensing to sony yeah if, if that is all written down and it's like that cannot happen then that might be what the cma because you're right like the cma if it really was just going to be a puppet regime you'd like to think the cma would be wise to that and say we know what you're doing here like you're just going to do what you always wanted to do just under the guise of ubisoft but mm. if if they say here it is in black and white if ubisoft give it to sony for such and such a game you can't do X, Y, Z as a result, um, as a as a sort of a soft yeah. punishment. Then mm-hmm. maybe they'll they'll be okay, and maybe that'll go into the deal. Yeah, but the, but then their initial objections make even less sense because why not just let Microsoft 
have control over their own IP well, in this regard. Like monopolization. But they yeah. were fine with the console market, yeah, which is exactly yeah. the same um, situation. The and issue they had with it wasn't even about the amount of IPs or like the no. fact that the size of the company. It was purely down to cloud streaming. It was streaming. generally about cloud streaming. And about yeah, how it limits, like, you know, advancements in it because you're, you're what the best and no one's going to try and like combat that. But it, mm. I, it doesn't feel like this is going to make much difference it's just a bunch of billionaires just doing this just mm. like rubbing their hands here like oh more money in my shell corporations. shell corporations we love it yeah that i this is this has got to go through at some point yeah this is I'm one ex- of i'm exhausted, exhausted. The, C- the cma is is one of the last holdouts i think they're still like going through various smaller territories and getting those approved but the cma is a big one standing in the way of the uk and i d- i do feel that Literally any concession on Microsoft's part now shows a willingness to play ball that the CMA might appreciate, yeah. even yeah. if... Even though they've been this, slagging them if, off for Well, like... yeah, they really have very publicly <laughs> been slagging them off. But also, it, it, this this solution is really confusing. Mm-hmm. And and maybe I just don't understand enough about how it works and, and I need it explained in more detail. But every article and every write-up I've seen, still I'm like scratching my head thinking, I have a million questions about why are they... Why? Why it's are they just, doing it this it, way? It is extra weird that it's a known publisher, Ubisoft. Yeah. If it was like yeah. some company no one had ever heard of, like, oh, Microsoft is suggesting that they give their license fees to Stream Dudes. Yes. Who is this like, you know, a company's been made, this entity, and that's what they're going to do. But it's like to Ubisoft. And you're mm. like, sorry, let me read that again. To So Activision want to give their... Well, I say want to, but, you know, they're talking about Ubisoft as, you know, it's another major publisher. It's very strange. Mm. It's just, it's a more complicated web than we already had with their various agreements with all sorts of platform holders. Like, you get this for 10 years, you get this for 10 years, yeah. you get this for a slightly different amount of time. Oh, and also on streaming, this is... It's, it's very confusing. It, they've clearly worked out that this ultimately will be worth it to their bottom line to, yeah. to just get the deal through but they're gonna like a business lawyer to come and explain it to yeah. me yeah. in like in, in baby terms can you explain to me like i'm five what is going on and why are ubisoft now involved mm-hmm. i don't think the microsoft are gonna buy you no absolutely not i think it's just that they're like you're a big company we're a big company. Oh, yeah, as part of You the, scratch yeah. my back, I'll scratch yours. I forgot that was also part of the question. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they're going to buy it. The Ubisoft. Ubisoft edition is purely, I think, for at least outwardly for accountability purposes and mm-hmm. to then to then buy the company that they've put in charge yeah. that would be a complete betrayal of, of to say. everything they've promised here. So that yeah. would, that, I don't think that's likely, but... I mean, it's interesting. I mean, that that's a much closer relationship with Ubisoft, which I think in recent years has been very close to Sony. And mm. so that that's interesting, at least. But that's only streaming, and that's only you know a, a small a small industry currently. Uh, but obviously, that will grow in the years to come. Mm. Weird. Don't really understand it, yeah. but I think it's only a matter of time before the CMA approves it, and uh, this could or be what we'll be blacklisted from games forever. Yeah, we'll never be able to play. And we'll, Bethesda Call will of Duty. never ever give any UK outlet early no, access no. to Microsoft their games. Microsoft won't have uh, offices in the UK yeah. anymore. Uh, yeah, the, uh, every we'll like at nice EGX, you'll England. never see Xbox games there. They'll be banned. Banned from the world. It's going to happen. Mm. It's going to happen. This this move is a little confusing, though, I must say. Yeah. A bit weird, as you just said. It was, yeah, a bit yeah, weird, it's maybe. Weird. It's a little news. bit strange, perhaps. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's weird news. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. Remember, you can submit weird video game news to us on various social media platforms on a Tuesday when the relevant post goes up. However, if you'd like to guarantee a shout out at this point in the podcast, you need to go to that increasingly attractive patreon.com forward slash team triple jump support us uh, at a certain tier I lost my way there and become a podcast producer just like G.Y. Goliath Nicole Hansen Duncan Wilson Katie Garrod or Jared Eric Sue, Potato Shack 99 Melody L. Bonnet, Nexus Polaris, Gabrielle Philippink, Blake Thomas, and Jack Bradshaw. Thank you, Thank you podcast, podcast Thank producers. You podcast producers. Welcome, new podcast producers. Welcome, one and all. <laughs> what you got, Peter? I've got, oh, I've not got my phone out. Don't know why. What? I'm ready, Pete, ben even said, are you ready? Yeah, he did. And I probably and said, said yes. yes, I am. Yeah. Um, yes, I've got a weird news that was submitted to us on Twitter, and it was sent to us by... Um, someone called It's Very Hot in New Mexico at Ariel underscore Kent on Twitter. Thank you, Ariel. Sorry it's so hot in New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, This is according to Kotaku.com, written by Ethan Gack. Starfield fan banned from subreddit for narking on leaker to cops. (laughs) Good, get him. R slash gaming leaks and rumors banned a commenter after he posted about ratting out the leak. Starfield leaks began blowing up across the internet last week after 29-year-old Darren Harris allegedly stole dozens of copies of the game from a warehouse and started selling them online. One Reddit user immediately reported the leaks to Bethesda and Memphis Police, and he's now been banned from the r slash gaming leaks and rumors subreddit after posting about it. I mean, I that guy did literally commit a crime. Yeah. Did do crimes, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know this... I know this because the commenter in question, Jasper Adkins, emailed Kotaku to inform us it had happened. It seems to be that the subreddit is running on bread and circuses mode. What does that mean? Huh? What? Huh? Every time I hear about Reddit, what? I'm more confused. <laughs> it seems to me that the subreddit is running on, and then there's open quotes, bread and circuses, close quotes, mode, mixed with bystander syndrome. What? I'll uh, Google it. 
I'll Google what bread is and circuses. Is, is that, that a slang? Is that a slang that I don't understand? Bread and circuses. Bread and circuses. Uh, he wrote meaning. in his additional his initial email. Entertainment or political policies used to keep the mass of people happy and docile. Bread and circuses. Okay. It's a, fa- a phrase of bread, according to the. Is it a dictionary? bit like a dead cat, but rather with than football a and bad politics story. as the bread and circuses of our decadent empire with a religion? Question mark. Right. Cool. Oh, someone studies means to generate, something. It means to generate polit- public approval, not by excellence in public service or public policy, but by diversion, destruction, and by satisfying the most immediate or base requirements of a pop- populace. Right. Okay. I've All never right. heard that phrase before. I you can't just I toss that around Ethan in a Kentucky article. Just waiting article. to wheel that out. Yeah. Well, this is a quote from the uh, from Jasper Adkins. Oh. Who uh, emailed Kentucky and Jasper said, was Jasper waiting to wheel Jasper sounds like a nerd. So Jasper <laughs> sounds like a knock. Said. It seems to me that the subreddit is running on bread and circuses mode mixed with bystander syndrome. I'm not even quite sure what that means. I wonder if Ethan had to Google that as well. Yeah. Uh, he continues, they're perfectly willing to ignore a crime that hurts a developer they claim to support in exchange for a few minutes of shaky gameplay filmed from a phone. R slash gaming leaks and rumors, one of the biggest hotspots for insider gaming info and speculation on the internet, has indeed been in rare form lately. After Harris uploaded the first 40 minutes of his playthrough and it began to make a, make the rounds on the subreddit, it was like a damn broke. One of the most anticipated open world sci-fi RPGs of the year and possibly the decade was finally getting into people's hands ahead of schedule. It continues with more filler. But basically, a narc has been banned. <laughs> Get him. Snitch. Yeah. Bake him away, toys. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Bread Weird. and circuses. Hey, we all well, learned so something. We learned today, something we? today. Yeah. Wow. Never say we don't teach you anything. Yeah. Uh, this comes from Danny Haney on Facebook, who was a top fan. Hey, I love seeing that little badge. Yeah, um, comes from Kotaku as well by Alyssa McCante. The reactions to Call of Duty's Nicki Minaj operator are priceless. Nicki Minaj is officially a playable character in Warzone and Modern Warfare 2, and the what? internet what? is loving it. Ah. Have you not seen this? Oh my god! Did she, does she look She's, like Nicki Minaj? Yeah, yeah, that's what she looks like. That's what she looks like in the game. In the game. And she God, says, and life. she and she says voice lines. <gasps> what? She's got like Nicki Minaj has recorded a bunch of voice does lines. She does she rap? She does. She does say like. <laughs> She's never. Oh, let me do the article. Um, so Call of Duty Warzone and Modern Warfare 2 finally added a Nicki Minaj operator skin a month after it was announced and the barbs are taking over the battle royale and posting reactions of the bombastic characters addition to the game. What's a barb? Uh, they're a Nicki Minaj fan. Right. Um. Introduced as part of Activision's 50th anniversary of hip-hop promo, the Nicki Minaj cosmetic bundle comes with two bubblegum pink weapons, an assault rifle and a shotgun, that shoot pink paint splattered, uh, an animated player icon featuring an ice cream cone that morphs into Nicki's face, a player banner... (laughs) Mm, Ice cream, so good. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Gun badge, pink truck skin, and of course, the queen of rap herself. Nicki Minaj operator is especially brilliant. Not only does she have an incredibly long pink wig that trails past her ample bottom, but she's wearing a head-to-toe metallic pink catsuit and six-inch heels. Naturally, Warzone players who are also fans of Nicki Minaj are gagging over her addition to the game, and many of them jumped in to buy it. Her bundle cost about $20. Oh, Um, God. She social media was uh, almost immediately inundated with clips of Nicki Minaj in Warzone, um, refreshing the like one Fortnite streamer refreshing the in-game shop and freaking out when the Nicki bundle appeared. Sound the alarm for Nicki Minaj in Call of Duty. Let's go! She yells before before playing a part of Nicki Minaj's song. Um, then she <laughs> says that Nicki Minaj is her favorite artist. Every year she's my most streamed on Spotify rap. Um, 
unwrapped. I was bummed when she wasn't in Fortnite, but just the fact that she was coming to any video game, I think it was a huge accomplishment. I was bummed when she wasn't in yeah, Fortnite. Yeah, everyone's in Fortnite. Was there, that was a, well, yeah, it probably was a foregone conclusion. Yeah, the representation when it comes to playing as people you can relate to makes the experience even more fun. Um, the internet is full of reaction clips and videos of, Nick, of Minaj sprinting through a literal war zone in six-inch pumps, her long pink hair flowing oddly behind her. Um, I don't think the actual devs are all that familiar with a 40-inch wig. Um, one <laughs> clip shows a streamer wrapping one of her verses while riding an ATV before being unceremoniously blown up. The straights running, co- the straights ruining cod for us barbs. The caption reads. Uh. In another, a woman warns everyone that they're going to be sick of her while waving the, what looks like a Nova Pink PS5 DualSense controller at her TV. Call of Duty Nikki standing idly on the screen. Uh, we've got another Nikki on our team of players says excitedly in a different clip. The pink clad rapper serving a sort of cool crowd for black women, her fans, and the gay community at large. I'm just surprised that there's um, enough of a crossover between Call of Duty fans and barbs, but. Yeah, that's yeah. great well, to hear. Yeah. This is how they get the barbs into Call of Duty. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that she does voice lines for it, or at least I've seen well, a video ra- of. You said she rapped some of those. Well, songs. that was someone who was reacting to oh, okay. it being there. But I don't. I thought that I've like. Oh yeah, her voice lines are unsurprisingly great too. That's because Nicki Minaj actually recorded them. Um, so when you're in the game, your character shouts "burr" or implodes a team or implores a teammate to buy me back, boo. It's actually the modern queen of rap herself saying it. Call of Duty really feels like it's for the girls and the gays, but it certainly does right now. Wow. But I'll see. Oh, hold on. Let me just turn this down because I'm worried it's going to be really loud. Oh, TikTok. Let me watch it on TikTok. So this is a bunch of voice clips of this is not. Hey, hey, don't just open a random TikTok. Yeah. How do I? How do you? Okay. Is this it? Here's the best Nicki Minaj voice lines in COD. The last one is wild. I'll handle the stick. Come here, let Nicki fix you all up. Check your fire. Don't you know who I am? Buy me back, boo. Yo, you can get with this or you can die alone. It's up to you. Alpha, the Omega, and everything in between. I'm worried she's going to swear, so I'll I'll stop there. But um, yeah, it's brilliant. It's a ten out of ten thing, to be honest. I mean, I'm I'm happy for I'm happy for Barbies, Barbs, Barbs. Barbs. Sorry, Barbs I'm already. happy. I'm happy for Barbs. As someone who played Warzone when it came out and then stopped playing once there were like jigsaw skins and all sorts mm-hmm. of like you just get killed by people in shiny costumes because because they spent loads of money on mm-hmm. it. You're like, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. It's just not funny anymore. I can tell you right now that if I was still playing, this would absolutely stop me from <laughs> getting killed by Nicki Minaj a dozen times in an evening. It's like, yeah. I do not need this in my you life can anymore. With this, or you can die alone. It's up yeah. to you. I'll just die. I'm alone. the Alpha, the Omega, and everything in between. I mean, it's brilliant, Buy obviously. Me back, boo. I enjoy it because. I'm not playing it, but I know that if I did play it, I'd be really cross. Yeah. Uh, not at her inclusion, at the the humiliation of being killed by Nicki Minaj. By a bright pink Nicki Minaj. Yeah. No camouflage at all. Simply be playing as Nicki Minaj. Peter yeah, would me be the too. one killing me. I would me. also be playing as Nicki Minaj. Camouflage. Yeah. There's something there. Yeah. Camouflage. Min- 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 oh, yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, there's something, there's something like there. Yeah. Don't know. Nicki Maflage. Camo Minaj. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, a, that's fine. Camo Min... Right, anyway. <laughs> um, I've got some weird news. It's not in my paper. Then no. I it up. Uh, this comes courtesy of Connor Bennett on Twitter at cbennett underscore 12. This is a news story from... Well, I'd hope so. so. All right, hang on. <laughs> Jesus. Cybersecuritynext.com. Oh, good. By oh, David Hollingworth. Sounds fun. It, doesn't it? It sounds really <laughs> dry. Yeah. But there's a reason for that. 
War Thunder does it again as fan posts restricted NATO Eurofighter Typhoon docks. I saw a meme on Twitter the other day that said, uh, <laughs> days since classified <laughs> yes, yeah. documents get leaked, and it, you know, with a zero yeah. on it. Why do they keep that? Should be a thing. They when nerds. you work for the US government, that you have to fill in a form. Do you play? Warfighter, whatever this game is. War Thunder. They have to go through uh, your what's Reddit. The other one? World of Tanks. Yeah, and goes, yeah. do you follow any of these subreddits? Or do you play warships. these games? You cannot work do for the US government. Do you mean Nicki Minaj? Yeah. <laughs> Find me back, boo. Anyway. This is slightly different, though. It appears there are three things that are inevitable in life. Death, taxes, and rabid War Thunder fans willing to post restricted material about their favorite tanks and aircraft online to prove a point. <laughs> gamers are truly a special breed. These guys aren't gamers, I would no. argue. There's something else. They're just different kinds of people there. This time, the offending document is a 700-plus page PDF outlining the specs of the Eurofighter Typhoon DA-7, an Italian development variant of a fighter craft in service with a number of European and Middle Eastern nations. 700 page. That's the entire document. That's not even just a schematic. Yeah. You could learn how to make your own, potentially, mm. or fly it, at least. Or how to take one apart. The post, since deleted by the War Thunder forum mods, was made in a month-old thread asking if the specific aircraft should be included in the game. One fan thought it was so important that the aircraft be accurately modelled, they posted the restricted document. Do not post the DA-7 <laughs> manuals, replied one no doubt very tired mod in response. I was going to say, they must be exhausted. Before sharing Gaijin, the War Thunder developer's rules on posting such material. In brief, the rules state, you are not allowed to publish any classified information and export restricted military technical data other than declassified information. I love that they have to say that. Yeah. There's a rule that says you're not allowed to publish classified information on our forum. I Stop doing they, it. the game came out, they were like, people are going to love this. And then they were like, what is happening? What's happening? What's happening? The nerds have arrived. <laughs> In this case, however, it's not so much a major leak as a minor drip. The data itself is largely marked NATO restricted, and the document is in fact available for purchase online, though admittedly on what appears to be a Russian website and on a website called Flight Manuals Online. Oh my god. <laughs> How the documents have made it onto public websites remains a mystery, but it seems that the information there isn't quite isn't quote dash worth NATO doing much about. That doesn't make sense, Maybe does it? Maybe Quote dash work. Quote worth. hyphen worth. Uh, but it seems that the information therein isn't quote dash worth NATO doing much about. Shouldn't that be isn't quite worth NATO doing much about? Seems like yeah, it, yeah. Might be a spelling error. Anyway, there we are. It continues to talk, tell us what War Thunder is and about how several other people have done the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. It's still happening. They everyone. need to stop. But talking about it's still happening, I love how we did weird news last week. Yes. And then the next day, well, that evening, <laughs> and you recorded the next day, GTA Man did yeah. a GTA Man. on. We talked about that. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad that you, I thought you will have done. Unreal. Yeah. I can't, but he can't keep getting away with Someone this. Someone needs to, well, he's not going to bother anyone again. Yeah, no. Jeff Keeney's killed Jeff's, him. Have we found a source for that? Because I assumed that was a tweet and it's not on his tweet timeline. Is it not? I don't know I where that you, came from. I had that from you. I saw a screenshot of a tweet that I thought was of his. Him saying he's not going to Maybe okay, it so wasn't it real, fake. but... It definitely looked, but it didn't look like Twitter, actually. Maybe it was one or the other. No, Maybe yeah. it was like one of if his If it was fate, though, you would have thought they'd be a bit more dangerous with it. You know, like he, he has mm. been Yeah, executed. I've killed him. Yeah, but then I just but that was that was Because that's kind of almost like could be real. Mm. Whereas it was like, I've killed him. I've You'd killed, like, well, wait, that's I've obviously not real. The, man, but, the GTA man. Yeah. It's time, everybody, for the big discussion. Mm. 
It's big discussion time. Time for the big discussion. This week's big discussion comes courtesy of Rock Reese, who says, Hi, Bab. With Baldur's Gate being delayed on Xbox and Sony finding themselves in the hilarious coincidence of having a direct competitor in Starfield release, I can only imagine how difficult bossaroos are finding it picking between these two games. September in general feels like I need a month off work with Baldur's Gate, Starfield, Mortal Kombat, and Lies of P coming out within a few weeks of each other. My question for you all is, what is the most difficult time period you can remember of having games you really wanted to play and trying to figure out how to divide time between them? If I can also get an additional cheeky question, what are you prioritizing between Starfield and Baldur's Gate? Mm. Firstly, Peter Austin. Yes. Isn't it interesting mm. how these two release dates have lined up? It is interesting how these two release dates have lined up. Um, I mean, <laughs> who... Who say who made such decisions and why those decisions were made? Well, initially, the whole Baldur's Gate itself on its own was supposed to come out this month. It was yeah. released early on PC, mm-hmm, so I wonder if yeah. I wonder if they did that and then they were like, "Well, if as long as it's out ahead of time, people will be talking." At least we'll about. get the wave when that's all people will be talking mm-hmm. about, and then when it releases elsewhere after the fact people already know what it is yeah exactly and playstation players don't have access to starfield yeah and they will have boulders gate but xbox players won't until the end of the year or later this year that's Mm. true um so it's interesting and you know although a lot of people will be in a position where they have access to both and they'll have to make this decision that rory's is talking about um in a way maybe it's nice that people who only have access to one can then have a go at the other later on i mean not so much if you're a playstation player you're not going to get access to starfield later down the line but um you know you can play it on pc or whatever or game pass um so to answer the first question first which is uh or no should we do while we're talking about starfield and Baldur's gate Mm. let's talk about that um for me um i'm fortunate in that I will, uh, I'm going to be able to play on PC, um, Starfield. Um, Baldur's Gate, I was thinking anyway that like, because obviously you can play that on PC too, but I was the same as you, Ash, and I'm thinking of like waiting until the console release. Mm. Um, I think I'm just going to jump on Starfield immediately and play as much of that as I want to. And I don't mind just waiting for Baldur's Gate for when I've, you know, had enough of Starfield and I've maybe I've got nothing else to play. Um, and Spider-Man is is not due out to like... Have we got an actual date for that now? So it... October, yeah. October, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't know. I'll have to juggle that as well, depending on how long I'm playing Starfield. But I'm going to go Starfield first and then Baldur's Gate after, and I'm not going to feel the need to play both at the same time, whereas mm-hmm. some people I'm sure probably will feel that they have to do that. Mm-hmm. What are you guys going to do? What? Well- uh, Starfield comes out on Wednesday, and yeah. then on Saturday I leave the country for ten days. Right. So I haven't even thought about it because I know I'm not going to have enough time to like properly sink my teeth into it. Mm. So um, I'm going to give Starfield a go. I'm going to probably pre pre install it on my PC and then give it a go Wednesday night, maybe Thursday as well. But to be honest, like I'm not. I'm not like, oh my God, I have to play on day one. Like mm. I'm not, I don't feel that way because I know that like regardless, everyone's going to have a different experience and I'm not going to get the story spoiled from me immediately anyway. So yeah. it's not like it's a big deal. Um, I rarely play those games for the main quest anyway, no, to be honest. Exactly. I mean, maybe Starfield will be different, but. Um, well, there was a quote that they said that uh, the real game starts after the main quest, which right. put me right off. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't really have like a, oh, I'm going to play this one first, then this one. Because to be honest, I'll probably play whatever. And then when like Spider-Man comes out or the next big game that I'm kind of excited for, 
maybe I will put that down and start something else. But I'm not really like, I have to play Starfield and I have to finish it as soon as I can. Mm. Um, neither develop with Boulder's Gate. I probably just play them as and when. I yeah. don't feel particularly like passionate about like when and in what order I have to play them. So mm-hmm. I do feel fortunate that I'm not overly excited for Mortal Kombat or Lives of P. Yeah, uh, Lives me of too. P because that would be quite a lot to juggle. I mean, I'm quite excited for the uh, Cyberpunk DLC, but um, that can I can wait if I need to, to play that another. Because there's so much coming out of the next few months that I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't want to start adding things to my list of games to play because I'm just not going to have time to play everything. So. Yeah. What are you doing with Starfield and Ballsgate? It's definitely Starfield for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... I'm looking forward to Baldur's Gate, but that's purely, I think, through word of mouth. Yeah, yeah I, I've never been. I think so too. I've I ne- wouldn't have played it until no. the hype after it came out. I'm not a, I'm not a D and D person. I've only done D and D three times in my entire life, and that's been this year because uh, we played a couple of sessions mm-hmm. as as a group, uh, and I. I still have to ask a million questions before every single turn that you know that I take. So I'm I'm by no means a D and D aficionado. I've not played any of their previous games. It's Le- Larian, Larian yeah, Studios. Larian. Uh, I've not played any of their previous games. This is obviously taking the world by storm and deservedly so by all accounts. But personally, I was it was not on my radar at all until the glowing reviews came in, and I'm excited to play it. But it looks dense in a way that I'm concerned will either put me off or will require all of my attention. Mm -hmm. And Starfield, realistically, it being a Bethesda RPG, I kind of know what to expect. And that's going to be somewhat familiar, albeit in space for the first time. Uh, And I've increasingly become more excited for Starfield. I'm still not losing my mind. I, I must play it immediately. But as soon as I can play it, I will. And yeah. so Starfield is definitely the the priority for me. But I, d- I do think the way they've lined up is is really interesting. Yeah. That, that Sony has somehow ended up with a at least timed console-exclusive version of the best-reviewed game of the year, yeah. or one of the best-reviewed games of the year, directly opposite Starfield, which realistically, giving it all of the the benefit of the doubt in the world is not going to review as highly as Baldur's Gate 3. No. Because that's not. a huge yeah. ask. Mm-hmm. Like, any review score above 80, you know, would would still mean that it's a, you know, if you're into that kind of game, mm-hmm. you should play it. But it's not going to stack up. And I think this is just going to, the discourse online is going to be hideous. But ultimately, I think Starfield is going to be more appealing to more people than Baldur's Gate 3 is. Yeah, well, and also, Xbox know full well how much of a get it is because we were saying before we started recording that um they have removed the free pass or the free trial for game pass which has Mm -hmm. been available for a very long time they know that so many people i'm an example of the kind of people uh who um so many people will be giving game pass a try for the first time Mm -hmm. because of starfield i've always thought I should get that at some point, but I've had just other, I've had enough to play and enough to do in my free time that I've not needed felt the need to get Game Pass. But now is the time, and they're like, "Hey, we can make a bit more money here by not giving people a free trial." Mm-hmm. Um, so they both landed on their feet, really. Um, you know, Sony, as you say, Ben, are probably really pleased that they've got this exclusive alongside Starfield because at least they can 
you know, they're, they're, both sides are kind of throwing a punch rather than, mm. um, not that console wars are really... Well, Sony's like accidentally thrown a punch. Yeah, like, yeah, Sony was like opening a door and just opened it straight onto Xbox. Yeah. Whereas like <laughs> Xbox were coming in fistful. So they'll be yeah. really pleased. But yeah, if they, because if they'd not got that, then they would have just had to sit for the for the next month or so watching Xbox sort of really yeah, strike a get blow. Get their flowers. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it is it is very fortuitous for Sony, but I ultimately don't believe that uh, Baldur's Gate 3 as as a PS5 game is going to outshine Starfield as an Xbox exclusive. Mm. I still think yeah. the conversation is going to be dominated by Starfield. A lot of people are going to really enjoy Baldur's Gate and there will be a lot of chatter about it, but I think it's still going the month is going to belong to Starfield yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, so about the other part of the question, um, where is it? Uh, most difficult time period you can remember of having games you really want to play and trying to figure out how to divide the time between them. For me, I've always been really kind of a one after the other. It's rare that I will play two games at the same time unless one of them is very much, to quote you from earlier, Ben, mindless. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something with um, little to no story. It's, you're just there for the for the racing gameplay or the puzzling or whatever it is. Or um, the flipping a house. Or the flipping a house. Uh, but I don't like to sort of hold two gaming narratives in my head at once um, or perhaps complicated control schemes or things like that. Um, so... I, I'm not one for juggling games at, at the same time, um, but you do end up with then a queue building up, which is the issue. And I think probably the time I had the biggest queue was actually when I first got my PS4, um, which was a couple of years, I think, after it. Would you, what year was it launched? 20, you got it in 2016. I got it 2016. Yeah. It came out in 2013. Yeah, it had been several years. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so I had all sorts of games that I had you know, available to me all of a sudden. Um, you know, I talked about Uncharted earlier. The the trilogy and Uncharted 4 had just come out, I think. Um, Batman Arkham I'd not played, which uh, and The Witcher 3. I mean, some of these, and Last of Us as well was one, because that had been remastered. Some of these not PlayStation exclusive, but I'd not got just not got round to them anyway on, uh, you know, other platforms. Um, and then I finally had this new exciting console, and I thought, what, what on earth do I play? How do I choose? Um, so I think you lent me your Drake collection, did you? I think you? so, yeah. Um, and we'd been given a copy of um, Uncharted 4 as well because um, we were working at What Culture at the time. So I think that was the first thing I played was like one to four back to back of Uncharted and I really enjoyed it. Uh, and then I think The Last of Us was after that. So really I played five Naughty Dog games in a row when I got my PS4. Maybe that's why... Um, I enjoy them so much, and that's the kind of game I'd like to see more of. I don't mm. know. Um, so yeah, that was probably the time I had the that much to deal with and that long of a queue. Mm. How about you, actually? Well, it wasn't really an issue for me until I started this job because normally, like, I'd just have to pick a game because mm-hmm. that would be the one that I would buy, and then like I wouldn't have to worry about the next one until I could buy the next game. But since working here, obviously, we're very like privileged to be able to get some games um given to us which is great and even if we haven't been given them i feel like there's kind of like we do have to play some new games because that's our job um but i feel like since working here early 2022 like feb to like may was crazy because there was all kinds of there's like cyberpunk got this upgrade to ps5 then horizon fed and west came out then elden ring then like in between that was like a smattering of like indie and like games that we were really excited for and it just felt like that 
those like two, three months were manic. Like I feel like every week we're like, right, what's coming out next week? Like something's happening next week. We need to like make sure we're talking about that. But like pre this job, I'd normally just pick one game and be like, well, I want this new game. And normally it wouldn't even be a new game. It would be like an old game that we could get from C- for C- from CEX or something. So it's never quite been an issue as much as it is, I think, now when we're like a lot more hyper aware of like when games are coming out and like when the next thing we have to mm-hmm. play is. Obviously, like these next few months are going to be really busy, but it hasn't felt like this busy kind of like game content wise since early last year. I think we had a bit of a break but the beginning of this year has kind of been like one big release every month or so. The last few months, I've not felt like I'm like sm- like covered in new releases. So that's not been too bad. Um, I've been able to like catch up on the backlog of games I've not been able to play. But yeah, I don't know. I've not really ever had the experience of being like, there's just so much that I have to play. I've got to play them all at the same time. Like I've not really experienced that. So uh, yeah. I... I'm struggling to think of a specific period where I was overcome by the amount of games that yeah. were available because I do tend to do a pretty good job of of knowing when a game is coming out and then trying to finish. I'm not doing a very good job at the moment because I've got to finish Final Fantasy 16 and I think I've still got Did a fair bit. Did you finish Diablo as well? No. Oh. You never finished Diablo. No, no, no. But I haven't actually finished the main story. I think I'm right at the end of it, but I was just doing loads of side stuff because mm. I couldn't be bothered to pay any attention to it. Yeah. Uh, so that's another one that I think will just boil away in the background because it doesn't require a huge amount of attention mm. from me. Uh, but I need to finish Final Fantasy 16. But yeah, normally it's like I'll know, okay, this game's coming out and I'm halfway through this. I need to essentially cram this game mm. to get it done but it's it's rare that there ends up being an overlap where i need to finish one uh, mm. or i'm playing two simultaneously one time period that i remember being extremely busy for games but i don't rem- i still don't remember having a huge amount of issue uh deciding which game i should play was 2018 because this is just a few of the titles from 2018 there were even more than this lots of big games uh, but we had Red Dead Redemption 2, God mm-hmm. of War, Spider-Man, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Monster Hunter World, Detroit Become Human, A Way Out, The Shadow of the Colossus remake, the Spyro trilogy, Astrobot Rescue Mission. There was a Far Cry that game that year. That was 2018. That was 2018. Oh my God. It was insane. And those are all from different parts of the year, obviously, but we yeah. are talking like maybe two or three weeks between some yeah. of these massive games. So yeah, some of them are long and enough. They are huge. The overlap is, yeah. yeah. 2018 was insane uh, for, for games that... I was interested in specifically. Uh, and I think it did affect some games like Red Dead Redemption 2 I ended up bouncing off, not because there was something else to play, just because it was too big and and I mm. couldn't couldn't really give it the attention it deserved. One day I may go back to it, not sure. Mm. But I'm, apart from maybe when I was at school, I'm struggling to think of a time where there were like loads of games well, that's that why I was playing I, at the same time. I had to go with a time where I bought a console several years into its existence because yeah. that was that's the main time. Because yeah, I'm I agree with you, Ashton, that it feels like in the past couple of years there've been a couple of moments where we felt like there's a lot happening right now, aren't there? There's, isn't there a lot coming out? Um, but I think I pick and choose a lot more now. I'm, I'm like more picky. So mm. although it's true that there are, it, it feels like there are times where lots of games come out that are gonna be if not game of the year contenders, certainly game award contenders for various categories, I feel less pressure to play all of them than perhaps I want, or I feel less need to play all of them uh, than I once mm. did. Um, so yeah, even when it gets like busy in the calendar, the release calendar, I'm, I don't feel so stressed about it as I 
you know, maybe a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I think I definitely like put a lot of weight more so now than I think before into like reviews and stuff. So because I have to, I feel like as an adult, you have to like pick your use of time yeah. more like carefully. And I don't want to waste my time playing a game that's got like, I don't know, like 40 on Metacritic or whatever. I know you shouldn't put all your stock in reviews and you should listen to people who you know have a similar taste to you. But I just sometimes, I just, I can't justify putting, yeah, yeah, definitely. I just can't justify putting that much time and energy into a game where I'm like, I can't guarantee I'm going to enjoy it Mm -hmm. or like have a great time with it. Um, Like I feel, I feel like almost resentful when I don't, when I play a game and I like haven't enjoyed it or I start playing a game like the, like Immortals of Avon, for example. I feel like... I could be playing something else right now. Yeah, exactly. I kind Mm. of feel like, well, I've been sinking time into this because I'm like trying to Mm. like, you know, give it a go and like give it as as much time as I feel like it deserves. But then I after I'm like, well, I could have been playing something else that I would have actually enjoyed. And like, I don't mean like minor stuff. I feel like I'm less inclined to be resentful towards it. When it's like a big game release, I'm like, why did I waste my time on that when I could have been playing x y and z instead Mm. so and then i also find it like when a big game comes out i do get fomo but i feel like i'm less inclined if it's a game that i'm like i don't know if i would have actually enjoyed that as much Mm. so perhaps for me then like with you peter maybe it was when the ps5 came out Mm. because but even then i think there was only i did have three games to be fair there was miles morales Returnal. There was Demon Souls. Returnal wasn't a launch. Oh, wasn't it? No, it was a, I think it was February, maybe oh, right, the following yeah. year. Uh, and then there was also Astro Bots. Yes. Uh, play, whatever it's called, the yeah. Playroom. Playroom. I can't remember what it's called. Um, and d- my attention just went straight to Demon Souls. Like the other, mm-hmm. the other games did not get a look in that entire first week. But that was one of the few times where I've got three new games at mm. the same time, and yeah. I can't play them all at once. So, which is more than. Yeah, more than you often get. You know, mm. sometimes you might have a few three games that are some weeks apart, but sort of have them all land at the same time is mm. yeah, a rare occurrence. It is. Well, enjoy your Starfield or Baldur's Gate 3, depending on what you're most excited for. If you if you're getting both, let us know which one you're gonna be. Which one did you first. ask Santa for first? Yeah. Which did one you hear that Elder Scrolls is out of pre-production now and it's it's in early development? Brilliant. Wow. And they announced that in twenty yeah. Todd said he regrets yeah. how it was announced. Oh, Todd. Well, you shouldn't have done it then. Shouldn't have done it. Why would you do that? That's insanity. Anyway, that's the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and watching, everybody. Let us know what you thought of the things we discussed today in the comments below. And there's a few places you can find us on the internet. You can find us on youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump. All of our videos are on YouTube and most of our streams are on Twitch. But when we do special streams, sometimes they're on YouTube as well. Mm. We have a Twitter, a Facebook, a TikTok and an Instagram account, all of which we are team triple jump on. So make sure you are following us there for all kinds of stuff. And if you want to join our Patreon, don't forget, lots of exciting rewards there. Even more bang for your buck now. Mm. Why not go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. We've got a website, tripleju.mp. That's where you can find links to everything that we do. Mm-hmm. And also, why don't you leave a five-star review on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. It would help us a lot. And it doesn't cost you a penny to do that. So please consider it. However, the Patreon is where we really want you to go. We really need your support if you're able to do so. As we said at the top of the show, there's an episode of Rules Boss and Main Menu there for you right now exclusively. Um, And it will continue in a monthly rotation if we see enough of an uptick in support there. So please 
have your voices be heard. Vote with your wallet. Support the things you enjoy. If you like those shows, if you like Main Menu, lots of people tell us they love Main Menu. It's your favorite. Mm. Then please show us mm. with your money because YouTube is a hard place to make that kind of stuff these mm. days. So there we are. Thank you for listening and watching. As I said, Peter, yeah. there's some sort of ad that you've got to read. There is, yeah, really? that's right. Uh, Christmas is coming. Your gifts are getting wrapped. Uh, Nana will do it for you from Bethesda. Um, whatever it was called. Grandma, Grandma Sealed. Grandma Sealed. Grandma Sealed, yeah. Thanks for watching, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.